Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Ask the Expert North Texas. I'm Kristen Diaz. I'm David Rankin. Aaron Dean takes the stand in his own defense at the murder trial of the case of Tatiana Jefferson. On our Ask the... On today's Ask the Expert, we're joined by Brian Owsley. He's a professor, a law professor from UNT Dallas. He is in the KRLD Zoom room. Brian, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you again for having me today. Your reactions to what you heard in the testimony as Aaron Dean uh, took questions, especially the cross-examination from the prosecution. So, uh, one, you know, on some level, the uh, assertion by him initially that she had a gun pointed at him uh, was a bit shocking, right? Uh, in retrospect, I think it's probably his best play, regardless of, of where, where the facts are. But I mean, so that was very shocking. Now, the prosecution came back and cleaned it up, you know, by repeatedly getting to, him to acknowledge that he engaged in poor police work, right? Um, and so... Um, you know, and there was a discussion about uh, he had, you know, a camera on his uh, person at the time. I don't think the camera definitively establishes that there was a, a gun pointed at Mr. Dean. But he, you know, he also, again, cleaned that up a little bit, possibly for the jury by saying what you can see on the camera is not as easy, you know, it's not as good of a view as what he had. Although he seemingly in the moment and shortly thereafter wasn't describing uh, Jefferson, you know, in other words, didn't say male, female, white, black. So, you know, his view of that seemed to be crystal clear on the gun and all the other details seem to be non-existent. And so that may or may not be a problem for him as he tries to uh, raise a, a claim of uh, he was in, in harm's way. These were some of the things that you found shocking. Um, what do you think that the general public is going to learn from uh, these types of heated discussions? Because you have a very keen ear to this, and there are certain things that you're looking for. But for, for most people, uh, how do you think this is going to play? I mean, you know, I think there are a certain segment of the uh, society who are dead set against Officer Dean and sort of determined that he, he's guilty. And then I think on the opposite side, there's a, 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 a segment that basically is very supportive uh, of Dean. And so um, it, rightly or wrongly, it is harder seemingly to convict a police officer for a homicide 
in the course of their duties, right? You know, we we had the gentleman uh, over in, uh, I think it was Batch Springs uh, a couple uh, years ago. That was the first one since the mid-70s, so in Texas. So um, these are hard cases for the prosecution to prove. When Aaron Dean tells his lawyers, the jury needs to hear from me, What's a prosecution attorney thinking when he gets the chance to cross-examine the actual defendant? I mean, if I'm the prosecutor, I'm thinking this is going to be as much fun as whacking at a piñata, right? I mean, like, because you believe that a grievous wrong has been done by Dean, and I would love to keep taking those swings. And it seems like they kept doing it, right? I mean... You know, the jury can ignore it or not, but Officer Dean or Mr. Dean repeatedly indicated that he engaged in bad police work, bad police work. Now, from Dean's perspective, Dean is facing a murder charge. So maybe he's hoping for some kind of Uh, conviction on a lesser charge. And if that's the case, if that goes to the jury, then I think on some level, Dean has probably done himself some good today. But at the same time, by continually acknowledging, acknowledging that he was engaging in bad police work, if there are lesser included charges, it makes it harder for the jury to ignore that and probably let him go uh, scot-free. As a professor, how do you uh, bring this to the classroom and what do you pinpoint on things that you would like your students to learn from? So, I mean, when I'm and I'm going to teach criminal law in the spring, uh, we'll talk about self-defense and the like and homicide. And it's always great to have examples that our students can relate to. And so this is something that's in the news, just like. Uh, my reference to the Balch Spring uh, case, uh, uh, you know, a year or two ago, my students knew about that case because they all live in Dallas, right? And so, um, you know, so next next semester, I, I envision that students will be aware of this. And regardless of what happens, whatever the verdict is, there will be ways to take this trial and use it for teaching moments. If he is convicted, did you see anything in this, especially in this testimony, that could be grounds for any kind of an appeal? I mean, you know, he's going to get, he has an appeal as a matter of right. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, depending on what the conviction is, I mean, he's going to argue probably sufficiency of the evidence, but, you know, the jury... They get to hear the whole case, unlike, you know, for example, me, I sort of follow parts of it, mm-hmm. um, but they get to hear everything and they're best suited to sort of sort out these questions of fact. Um, I'm not sure that there's any sort of critical legal problems or legal errors that leap out um, and, and, you know, show um, 
a problem. You know, we did have the 11 year old testify. Mm -hmm. That is very unusual. I don't know if there'll be anything that they can make out of that in terms of competency and things like that. But his own his own partner or officer Darch, who was on the scene with him, you know, testified uh, for the prosecution and and her testimony was not helpful to him. Uh, even today, you know, there's echoes of some of the things she said, like he never mentioned that there was a gun. He never mentioned seeing it just before he shot. He never mentioned it immediately after. And he never mentioned it as they both enter the house to follow up, right? And you would think if there is a firearm that, you know, you would want the other officers to know about that because uh, she may still be alive. She may still have access to it. She may be still a threat. Um if, if there is that type of situation, and, and none of that was done. And maybe, maybe uh, Dean can chalk that up to more bad police work. Yeah. But, the you know, that's for the jury to sort out. Yeah, I was curious with that, you know, if there were any unanswered questions or questions that you would have liked to have heard from any of those um, testimonies, you know, from the little boy to the fellow police officer or even dean today i mean i would i would probably most be most uh, the little boy it's tragic that he has to testify it's tragic that he went through this it's tragic that he had to testify and you know there were some maybe inconsistencies with his testimony i think the linchpin really is on officer darch and so how credible is she and so i would want as a prosecutor to basically get anything and everything out of her in, you know, including what they did. So I'm, I'm not sure that there's much more that they could have got, but it really, I think she's the linchpin for me. Brian Owsley is a law professor at the university of North Texas, Dallas. Brian, thank you so much for the time. Thank you. You all have a good day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 